guests, Mark Marin and Ira Glass. This week's topic, how the 2008 housing crisis affected the Star Wars universe forever. And now here are your infinitely serious hosts, Stephen Dubner and Dr. Phil. guys, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Allie and I are performers who have been performing the internet for many years. We had a show called Blogologues where we took material from the internet and used it as our script live on stage in front of an audience. And that was really the jumping off point for everything else we did, including a web series called Two Girls, One Show, where we met people behind internet communities and had scripted adventures. And now right here to Two Girls, One Podcast with The Daily Dot, in which we interview people behind different communities and phenomena that we find interesting from the online world. How are you doing, Allie? I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm back from Argentina. <laughs> How was your trip? Although by the time this is released, I will have been back for a few weeks. <laughs> okay. Well, because let's... this is our April Fool's episode. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's get it while it's fresh. How was Argentina? Do you get attacked by any animals? <laughs> I feel like that's um, something that happens sometimes. I wouldn't call it an attack, but I did go <laughs> scuba diving with sea lions. What? And it was actually <laughs> one of the coolest things I have ever done in my entire life. <laughs> and one of them did Were bite the sea me. lions wearing scuba scuba gear? <laughs> because they 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 can't breathe underwater. They're yeah. mammals. I yeah. feel like that would be an amazing image, a sea lion <laughs> with the goggles on and a little snorkel. Um, no, but they come up to you and they stare at you in the eyes because they're trying to figure out what you are. It's amazing. They're trying to fall in love with you. I love it. <laughs> mm -hmm, they are. They're trying to stare deeply into your eyes. Yeah. Uh, Allie's new dating techniques are really strange. I'm not going uh, to But they but you know what? They're paying off. So <laughs> uh -huh. go fuck yourself, Matt. <laughs> oh, shit. I what? love a good 90s air horn. That's my that's my prank oh, horn. Oh shit! Yeah, are we pranking each other today? Is that what's happening? I mean, I don't. Maybe. Okay. Oh. I feel like Matt's got something up his sleeve. <laughs> well, Matt and I are doing an experiment launching around April Fools. Wait, is the experiment not happening, and you're just pranking me? Yeah, it's totally. I totally pranked you. Uh, got him. <laughs> so upsetting. I did all that shit for nothing. <laughs> don't spoil. Don't spoil. Okay, no the spoil. Experiment. No spoiling. No spoiling. Well, we've just <laughs> talked talk a lot lines. about nothing. Is everyone having fun, Jen? How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I I do want to hear more about Argentina. I bet our audience does too. But like just getting onto this whole prank thing, I, as some of you might know, if you know me, I'm not a good rule breaker and pranks freak me out. Any that I've been involved with, I get terrified like before it goes off. Um, but I was involved with a pretty big one one time. Um, Ali, you know about this, Matt. I think you might. I was one time on an episode of Impractical Jokers. Oh, yes, yeah. I love it. Such a good yeah. And that was, I have to tell you, the best feeling in the world. They staged an entire event with about 100 people and I was hosting a panel and it was like a, a feminist panel with um, some notable feminist people on it. And we were all in on the prank that this wasn't actually a feminist panel, but we had very serious questions. And then one of the but jokers the came... the audience was not in on it, right? The audience was not in on it. And one of the jokers came onto the panel and just made like a complete ass out of himself and we had to keep a straight face the whole time. But the best feeling in the world was when the producer came on stage and revealed to those 100 people <laughs> what was going on and the looks on their faces Places. I can't even describe like I just I felt like an asshole but I felt like victorious 
<laughs> so it made me want to commit more pranks, but um, not on that level, maybe. They came out and they were like, y'all are on Impractical Jokers. This isn't real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't it getting harder for them to do their pranks because people recognize them? I, you, you would think that's true. Maybe they go in disguise sometimes, but I definitely would recognize them. You know, them. like on that panel, he was just himself. Yeah, you saw a few <laughs> people in the audience kind of look at one another. So I think a few knew. Yeah, I guess in real life, you're like, wait, is that? That can't, that can't exactly. be that guy. Is that it- <laughs> like rationalizing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Are they totally. that famous? Like, I, I only know the show from your, your uh-huh. bit, which I got to watch yeah. online. Um, but like, I, I, don't, I don't watch TV. So is this like a big... Popular it's show. really popular, yeah. Wait, you yeah, don't watch yeah. TV? Do you only <laughs> nah, watch the internet? I only watch uh, I only watch podcasts, which is super boring because there's nothing to did look you at. Say so I watch just yeah. at the, <laughs> he did. Yeah, you're just staring at he the did. art he at did. the art and seeing what happens. And uh, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Get in your corner. <laughs> um, no, but I think also if you do watch Impractical Jokers, then yeah, you know those guys. Anyway, no, that was an awesome, awesome prank. That, that, I was so proud. People should totally look. What can they Google to look up the clip of you? Uh, I think it's something about like Q. The guy's name is the letter Q and women's rights. So put that into YouTube, Impractical Jokers, Q, Women's Rights. You should find that panel. All right. Well, we have three different guests today. So I guess we should kind of get to it and start explaining that we are talking to people who have created different prank extensions. So this is something you can install into your coworkers' browser <laughs> and fuck with them. Yeah. You're welcome. You heard it here. Did you guys ever Rickroll anyone? I feel like Matt definitely Rickrolled someone. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, Matt. Joges us all the time. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to tell them about our guests? Yeah, sure. Okay. So today we're talking, as Ali said, with these three different people who created these extensions. And those extensions are millennial to snake people. So it was an extension that replaced the word millennial with the words snake people. Seems appropriate. Somebody who created the extension Wickless Cage, which would take almost any Wikipedia entry and make it about <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and finally, Cloud to Butt. Some of you might already be familiar with that one. I definitely had heard of that before. It replaced the cloud wherever you would see that with the butt. Or it might have been my butt. I'm not entirely <laughs> no, sure. Just butt. Get. Just butt. Cloud yeah, becomes just butt. butt. Just yeah. butt. Yeah. B-U-T-T. Yeah. Um, well, I want to read you guys the uh, the latest news on millennials. Oh, oh okay. Because I, I don't see a lot of coverage of millennials. I'm, I'm wondering what they're up to. It's just not a topic that, that the news media covers um, a lot. So I'm, that's I'm true. eager to that hear this true. segment. Right. Uh, so three in five snake people say life more stressful now than ever. <laughs> snake people are tired of researching their vacations. <laughs> Why are snake people so obsessed with how much they work? Why urban snake people love Uniqlo? Uh, Los Angeles company produces Bible aimed at snake people. Oh, man. That's all. Um, I looked up some of the cloud to butt ones, and I'm a big poetry fan. So the, nice. the favorite one I found was I wandered lonely as a butt. Do you guys know that poem by William Wordsworth? I wandered lonely as a butt that floats on high or veils and hills. (laughs) Look it up. It's it's good. Uh, well, the way I found out about Cloud to Butt is that this guy did it to his coworker. But the best part is they work at Salesforce, which is a cloud software company. <laughs> and their tagline has the word cloud in it. And his coworker didn't notice and just thought that the new tagline for Salesforce was a butt oh. company. <laughs> How could the coworker think that was true? 
The only thing I could say on his behalf is English is not his first language, but still it makes no fucking sense. Like maybe it was like cool new, like hip new <laughs> lingo or something. Was calling each other. Butts. He thought it was like it's like a butt computing company or whatever. <laughs> he just like thought that that was like a new word that they were using now. Like that was the lingo. So he never noticed. Wow. And then the original coworker had to tell him after a while that he had placed this extension in his computer like months prior. So it's not a prank at that point if the person doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like when foreigners listen to our podcast and think they're learning English. I mean. <laughs> I once had this guy call it's me. It's not advisable. <laughs> I was at a summer theater program. We were staying in dormitories and like my dorm phone rang, which never happens. And it was this Chinese restaurant calling me, telling me my order was going to be late. And I was like, but I didn't <laughs> order any food. And like they went on and on. They're like, you're going to have to pay for it anyway. We'll be there soon. And I did not put it together. I didn't realize I was being pranked. And then later I was like sitting with my friend and he had to like break it down to me that he had done that to me. <laughs> so I feel like it like ceases to be a prank when the person doesn't realize it's a prank. <laughs> Right. There's no payoff. Well, no this payoff. is why I'm fascinated. I love that you brought up Impractical Jokers because I enjoy pranks for um, art's sake or entertainment's sake of like that prank was to make a TV show and then to like basically show like, oh, everyone's so gullible or like we gotcha and then it's funny versus like I'm just pulling a prank on my mom and only me and my mom will get a laugh out of it. Like that's less appealing. I like I like making stuff out of yeah. it. Uh, that's more interesting to me there's always like someone in your family who's like oh, i put a rubber band on the <laughs> on the uh on the water the sink sprayer and then i went to the sink and it squirted mom in the face ah got him <laughs> you know and it's like okay some people get a lot of personal joy out of pranks yeah, yeah that is true I'll just mention one more. I had an ex-boyfriend who used to call 1-800-Flowers and like lead them through the whole process of making an arrangement for his dead turtle <laughs> named Fluffy. And like he really just... Oh, you've told this story before. Uh, on the podcast? Oh, I've ne- no, I've never heard this. <laughs> okay. I don't think. Well, wow. oh, it wasn't on the podcast? Because it was the same The same ex did a lot of pranks. I see. Of yeah, prank yeah that person was into pranks. Uh, no, I have not heard this one. This was well, good. Well, you know this what we good. did talk about on here, I think, is that he also used this um, service that where uh, some service would call your phone and like based on whatever your area code was they would send a fake number that was also from that area code so you were much more likely to answer it and then you could program mm-hmm. in anything you wanted anyway totally for personal pleasure in that instance <laughs> but Did, what was the payoff on uh, the turtle though they didn't finish the bouquet they just ha- had them walk through the arrangement yeah they just liked hearing like them <laughs> like the I listened in one time and the woman on the other end like really sympathized with what was going on and like you know he kind of like broke down crying a little <laughs> bit at one point and uh, he needs to record this like and pushed put on, like, it. A, a, yeah. a morning show or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ali, have you ever pranked anybody? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, when I think about myself, I think that I should have a lot of prank stories, but I don't. <laughs> Is it weird? I think boys prank a lot more growing up. Mm. I think they do. Yeah. Like I my brothers always were pranking their college roommates in like epic pranks and they were amazing. And I kind of loved it and wished that like girls would prank each other. But I think they just get offended. <laughs> I hate that I just did all that gender stereotyping, <laughs> but I'm also sticking with it. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like as, as we were saying before, it's not a joke when the person's just like, well, why'd you? I don't, I don't get it. You know <laughs> right, what I right. mean? Picking your target <laughs> is, uh, like, is critical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, girls are trained to like get things right and be practical. So you play a prank and they're just like, what? I don't know why you would put that in my room. <laughs> You're ruining and, my and, day. And, <laughs> right. sense. and, and uh, at the risk of saying other sexist things, like, I don't know, girls like hurt each other like very what? severely, don't what? they? What? I don't know. They're just what? very, uh, they're just, I don't know. There's a lot of meanness, I think, that happens in uh, Like physically times. hurt each other? No, no, no. no. Like, uh, you know, like a lot sword of- sword fights. Um, 
Yes, sword fights. Yeah, I went to a demolition oh, derby. Yeah, Wait, I, know, what I sword fought a lot. I went to a roller derby last weekend. Talk it was about all women. my dick. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, just because I went to a roller, like all women roller derby a week ago, and those women Wait, were. You did? That sounds fucking freaking cool. fierce. Yeah, you would love it. You would nice. love it. Nice. Um, I, Wait, where'd you go to a roller, roller derby? Uh, the John Jay College of Criminal Justice. <laughs> <laughs> as you, you do what what, I don't what know. is happening i don't know what? it's not why worth... were you there at a roller derby <laughs> so a... i was at the john jay college of criminal justice attending a roller derby <laughs> this seems like a worthwhile tangent to go to but maybe not yeah. I mean, definitely it, it was a belated birthday celebration for me <laughs> and it was very fun <laughs> and very unexpected was this from the man you're seeing uh, yes hello man he's listening right now i can hello. assure you Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Wait, does Is, he listen to every episode? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to out him. Yeah, he does. You better, bitch. <laughs> I hope he's listening. More importantly, more importantly, is he a snake person? Oh, he he is a snake person. Yeah, he's younger than okay. I am, so he's more of a snake uh, person than snake I am. Person. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you were the youngest snake. <laughs> <laughs> what does one call a baby snake? Does I was thinking know? that too. There's got to be a word for that. Uh, snakeling, almost a worm. <laughs> you get yes, a, okay, nice work. Where do snakes live? Uh, I don't know. Where, where do they live? Snakes? Anyone know? Caves. Way to rob that crave. Cave. <laughs> that didn't work. I tried. I also stumbled over it. Whatever. We'll I was wondering where that was going. All right, let's get to some trivia, guys. Oh, all, right. all right, snake robber. I got some fantastic. <laughs> got some fantastic trivia for you guys today. In honor of April Fools, today's trivia is about pranks, but it is about pre-internet pranks. We all know and love when tech companies rickroll what? us and you know do crazy the stuff internet? on the internet. Are we still here. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're here. Allie's just going to process the the term pre-internet. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, got it. I heard you. Got it. All right. <laughs> it makes sense. Don't, don't. <laughs> was that a prank? I short-circuited. You totally pranked me. <laughs> I think that, I thought there were technical difficulties, and uh, no. it was just a Our brain just shut got down. It? Okay. Problem computing. <laughs> <laughs> we're all familiar with things like the War of the Worlds, I assume. This is where Orson Welles broadcasts a story about aliens invading... Uh, on the radio in 1938, and people reportedly like freaked out. They thought it was real. I'm going to recount three other mass media pranks. Two of them are fake. One of them is real. Which of these really happened and caused real public response? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. A, on April 1st, 1976, a respected British astronomer told listeners of BBC Radio 2 that the alignment of Jupiter and Pluto would decrease Earth's gravity at 9.47 a.m. and cause people to feel a floating sensation. The radio station received hundreds of calls from people confirming that they felt lighter. That's a good one. Oh my God, people are lemmings. Get ready, <laughs> I got more. B, Kay. on April 1st, 1981, CBS Evening News ran a joke medical story about a pill that could cure the common cold, cure acne, and cure menstrual cramps. The scientific breakthrough was that it was made out of cockroach hormones, an animal that never gets sick. CBS assumed nobody would take the joke seriously, but pharmacies around the country were overwhelmed with requests for cockroach pills the next morning. That seems so fake, like so fake it must be real. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> and see. If, if cockroach pills cured all those things, I would take them. I would too. I would too. C, on April 1st, 1997, a Florida man 
called into the public access broadcaster WPBT to warn the public that his pet alligator Sadie had crawled into his toilet and was now lurking in the South Florida sewer system. Thousands of freaked out local residents piled books and furniture on their toilet seats overnight to prevent the gator from creeping into their homes. Oh Those my god. Are your three choices. Wait, but it would have to be a tiny gator to come out of your toilet. I don't know how toilets work. <laughs> have you seen a toilet? Not recently. The hole's not that big. The gator would have to be as big as a large piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe it's That's a baby it. gator. The gator could be no bigger. I like that you're like debating the logistics of this when really people people be dumb and <laughs> fell for something. Yeah, I mean, also, let's face it, Florida. <laughs> okay, so you've got three choices. One of them is real. The two of them are fake. So it's A, uh, reduced gravity at 9.47 a.m., B, uh, cockroach pills, C, the gator in the toilet. However, I have two additional choices for you <gasps> on this crazy mixed up upside down episode of Two Girls, One Podcast. D, choice D, <laughs> all of the above are real. Mm-hmm. Okay? Choice E, none of the above are real. I made them all up. Oh my God. Um, I think they're all real. I'm going with it. They're okay. all real. Allie picks D. They all happen. All of I the feel above. like I heard something similar to the toilet story, but it was, well, that just uh, sounds like the urban legend with like something living in the sores. So uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, the what? what? Living, living in the, the sewer, like living, living like under in, in the, the, the sewers. Sewer, isn't that a word? S e w e. What? Yeah. Where Where are you from? Yeah, but sewer. Sewer. Is that? Did I just hit upon a regionalism that I didn't know I had? Sewer. 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 Also, who the fuck says that word ever out loud? Wait. You know it's it's like ew and er. Sewer. There you go. Nailed it. (laughs) Sore. Well, we definitely said it like that growing up. All right. Well, anywho. Really? Wow. Pennsylvania. A, B, C, D, E. I'm going to go with E. None of the above. I think you you changed them up a little, but they're all kind of true. Got it. Got it. Okay. I've been waiting for that D. (laughs) Allie gets the D. Jen went with the E. (laughs) We'll find out the correct answer after the break. Hey. We. One. Two. Thank you. Our listeners, well, those who contributed and gave us more money, those people are delicious and we want to thank them. So here we go. Thanks to Melissa, Elliot, James, Dozier, and Jessica Fox. Visit patreon.com slash two. G one P two B A cool contributor. And now a real advertisement for the poop knife, a serious product from a rainforest known as Amazon. Do you, your friends, or your family poop big? Do those logs sometimes need a little help? going down. Endlessly spinning poops will mock you from the toilet vortex no more. <laughs> this this knife will chop the most compacted of brownies. The most seasoned of sausages. Can handle the hardwood of butt logs. The longest of sewer snakes. The most ferocious of bog crocodiles. And the fattest of heaved Havanas. Never to be mistaken for a box opener again. This poop knife is one of a kind. 
made from metal reinforced silicone. It is strong, hygienic, and easy to clean. Guaranteed not to turn into a rusty punji stick. B. A samurai of the porcelain poo-poo platter. Hashtag original poop knife. www.originalpoopknife.com Original poop knife. Jen, you know what I loved? What? That post had your new vocabulary word. Uh, You mean sewer? Sewer. You are killing it. Have I told you lately what a fast learner you are? It feels like My Fair Lady or something. I'm like, I'm (laughs) becoming better. Anyway, sewer. Sewer. You are (laughs) ready for high society, girl. You are ready. I could take you anywhere now. I don't think you could take me anywhere, but. The gators in the sewer fall mainly on a. All right, all right, all right. Speaking of, let's hear that trivia answer. Today's trivia is about pranks, mass media pranks. These were not on the internet. They were mostly pre-internet. So Matt never saw them. I was not born. (laughs) He only watches podcasts. That's it. I just stare at the screen, enjoy (laughs) Mm -hmm. the artwork, really take it in. I don't even have the sound on, just watching the screen. (laughs) Very avant-garde, Matt. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Very avant-garde. That'll be what's her face's next museum thing. Who was it where she just stared at people? You, Marina Abramovich. Yeah, it'll be the next one. She just stares at a screen. He's, he's on the cutting edge. It's going to be so deep and meaningful. It's going to be all this commentary about how we use our time, but it's going to be her staring at a blank screen. Go I like on. It. I like it. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I gave you three mass media pranks. Two of them are fake. One is real, or are they? I asked you to identify the real one. But we had some bonus choices. The first one was a British astronomer who said that gravity would change on April 1st, and lots of people thought they started to float. B, CBS Evening News ran a story about a miracle cure, uh, a pill full of cockroach hormones, and people were really excited about that fake news. And C, a Florida man called into his public access station saying that his his pet alligator went down the potty, and uh, and then people freaked out. (laughs) You, then I gave you bonus choices that D, all of these are true, and that E, none of these are true. Uh, Allie took the D, and she took it pretty hard. She went right for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> okay. Listen, if the D is an option, I'm going to take it. <laughs> and, uh, you Jen, never know when it'll present itself. It's true. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, We've yeah. never had it before. <laughs> Well, that's true. On this podcast, collectively, we've never had never had the day. It's for the best. Never had a collective day. Okay, (laughs) Jen. Jen picked E. Uh, She thought I made it all up. Every single choice. You are a born prankster. And I think you give me way too much credit, but I'll take it. (laughs) Who's ready for the correct answer? All of us. Ah, sure. Yeah, E. All the above. We're all all ready. Correct answer is. A, the British astronomer oh, fooled people into thinking that gravity would change in 1976. Wow. I think I still won because technically I said that A was true. Yes, but you also said B and C were true. <laughs> no. <Are> you- <laughs> um, but just for the record, I believed that A was true. Oh, okay. All right. I see All what right. you're saying. So he he did that on the radio, Matt, and yeah, then people called apparently in. This this guy sounds wow. like the uh, that's zero percent surprising. Yes, uh, it's just so sad <laughs> when you hear about this stuff. But 
he sounds to the credit of everyone who kind of got a little flipped out by this. He sounds like the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson or the Bill Nye type of science communicator of of, of his time of the 70s, a very respected BBC uh, on air personality, I guess, but an actual astronomer. And he said that if Jupiter and Pluto aligned at this perfect moment, Earth's gravity would change at precisely 947 a.m. And people were calling in saying that they felt it. So they were like kind of like tricking their mind. But according to reports, one woman called in and stated that she and 11 friends had been sitting around and then they started wafting from their chairs and gently orbiting around the room. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Sounds like a NASA trip. Uh, They definitely Uh. live in Florida. (laughs) Bath salts. Yeah, maybe they had, maybe they were on some drugs. Um, Yeah. What did they claim when it was false? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hashtag people, I guess. It's just kind of devious, like a floating sensation is so subjective almost. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like people, yeah, could really, you know, feel a little dizzy and think they floated or, you know, we always did like light as a feather, stiff as a board when we were kids and we swore that somebody was floating. I think yeah. he definitely was expecting people would believe this. Yeah, it's like a Ouija <laughs> board, right? It's like... Yeah, you yeah, can convince yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. He didn't say you will float into the air 10 feet above the ground. Yeah. You'll just, oh, a right. slight change in Earth's gravity. Like it's the perfect yeah. prank, uh, especially yeah, on like really the BBC, like one of the most trusted, you know, media outlets in the world. If the BBC tells me gravity's different, I'm probably going to believe it. So he was just like giggling at home. Is April Fool's an international thing or is it just That's American? Good, Anyone good know? question. Well, I mean, clearly this was an April Fool's prank. So I assume in the UK and perhaps other uh-huh. English speaking countries, this is uh, this is a thing. But I, I don't know about other cultures. <laughs> I like the spirit of having a national or international prank day. Yeah. yeah. I think we, could, we should have more joke days. I think that's a good plan. <laughs> Yeah. What other kinds of joke days, Allie? Well, we, from our Pastafarian episode, we had the <laughs> talk like a sailor day, uh, like a pirate oh my day, God. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That should be international for I don't know, sure. I just think more like fun times days and then there would be less war. There you go. Uh, you do Fewer know that, that wars, like, every more stupid jokes. day is a day. There's like something yeah. on the calendar that's like, oh, it's donut ice cream day. Everyone get a donut. You know? Listen, I don't know why you're bashing donuts and ice cream. <laughs> Listen, we once created a whole weekend you celebration. Did. And it got picked up by Good Morning America. And we were like, wow, this is legitimate. And we just made this up. You just made shit up. And it was (laughs) on the news. That was really fascinating where once it hit Good Morning America to see people, you know, tweeting and posting about it. Like this was like an official Uh, real thing. You know what I mean? Like it was like a national holiday. We were like, we just made it up. But it got (laughs) some You are the problem. That was kind of wild. Yeah, we are the problem. We didn't didn't know it at the time. People were like. Oh, it's that weekend. But it was a good cause. It was a good weekend. (laughs) It was no text weekend, guys, where you would talk instead of texting. It was revolutionary three years ago. I fucking hate texting. I observed it. I I believe I did not text the entire weekend, though, (gasps) to be fair, I have no friends. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Hey, when I was in Argentina, I came back and my phone service, um, my phone company fucked up and I did not receive any text messages from the two weeks I was away. Sweet which actually gave me a lot of anxiety and means that I got zero birthday texts. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Only a tragedy in that it was your birthday. But also if anybody texted me, I have no idea. Um, You you got a TV development deal and it starts in two weeks, but you have no idea that it started. Fuck. (laughs) Because they told me by text message. They do that now. Not nope. through my those agent, snake just people. through text. Yeah, nope. those millennial snake yeah, people. Those millennial executives. God damn it. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, on that note. Is it time to interview some jokesters? It is time for us to speak to the creator of Millennials to Snake People, Eric Bailey. Welcome, Eric. Hey, how's it going? 
Good, good. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. Uh, it's 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 evacuation day in Boston, so I'm what? topped up on. <laughs> it's it's the day after St. Patrick's Day. It's <laughs> the best holiday. Oh. <laughs> ah, it's, uh-huh. it's evacuation totally day. It's totally a real holiday <laughs> that exists. It's on Wikipedia. Now. It's a prank. <laughs> what do you do with this, this holiday? Well, you drink Gatorade. Um, and if you're like me, you're also hopped up on Dayquil. So this should be pretty fun. <laughs> so like you're letting all of the toxins evacuate your body. Is that the idea? I think I think there's there's a more historical one, but it really is just kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge that like St. <laughs> Patrick's Day was on a Sunday. Like, good God. <laughs> <laughs> So you're doing a lot of shitting today. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, in New York, I was we celebrated of doing it. a cleanse. <laughs> What'd you do, Chad? We celebrated St. Patty's on Saturday. Like everybody here celebrated Saturday, and everybody was hungover in bed yesterday, from what I heard. <laughs> so that sounds really um, responsible. Yeah. It was responsible, folks. Yeah, it's yeah. very adult. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of adults, yeah. uh, let's talk about millennials. They're getting they're yeah. adults now. What happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the kid on the never mind album covers in college now or some shit <laughs> and like <laughs> and i was like that's what just i turn into a pile of dust and just blow away <laughs> well it's been nice chatting with you <laughs> as the wind comes through yeah. um so okay well let's just hear like how did you decide to create this extension yeah um so i know of uh, the cloud to butt chrome extension which changes instances yeah. of the word cloud into butt because, you know, a while back, the cloud was the new hotness. It was everywhere. And I just got really sick of seeing these, like, absurd kind of reductionist articles about millennials. And so I was like, well, you know, I'll just whip something up real quick. So I went to uh, Stephen Frank's extension. He's the dude that made the original one. Kind of copied it and changed it. So instead of cloud to butt, it was millennials to snake people. Went to bed, didn't think anything of it, and kind of woke up the next day and like was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I so- want to know specifically how many words you considered before deciding upon snake people. Yeah, I think I just kind of, I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant, but like nailed it in one. Um, <laughs> I was, <'cause> like, I, <laughs> just came to you in a flash of light? Yeah, yeah. You know, it spoke through me. I'm just the vessel for whatever this I understand. is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next morning. The next morning, yeah, I wake up, I check Twitter, and, like, there's a bunch of teenagers following me, and I'm like, this is weird. And then (laughs) I think it was, like, um, Owen Williams or somebody else was like, this is ridiculous. Look at this thing. And I had previously only shown it to a friend and kind of tweeted it as, like, ha, 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 this is stupid and funny. Look at this thing I made. And I didn't expect it to go anywhere because that's all the internet is. It's just people going, ha, 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 look at this stupid thing I made. So, like, (laughs) um, yeah. Much like the show. (laughs) <laughs> hey oh hey uh, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, oh man nice. it's matt's yeah. favorite sound effect <laughs> it's like a hot key do you have that reggae horn yeah. hot key yes, yes, correct. Yeah. it's on my keyboard nice wonderful matt's training to become a dj yeah. that's really what's hey, happening w- welcome back to the show <laughs> great <laughs> So then what? So then I got a bunch of requests for interviews, which is weird. And then I got a bunch of hate mail, which is also weird. And then I got a bunch of sketchy people offering to buy the extension, which is also weird. And then my 15 minutes kind of, you know, were up and the internet moved on to other things like avocado toast. Do you by any chance have that? That's delicious. (laughs) Do you have your favorite hate mail? Um, It would be... 
like er a snake person kill herself, which <laughs> you know, just out of nowhere, no context. Like, thanks, great. You know, moving on. I think I would like to do dramatic readings of hate mail. Um, so if you could send that to me later. Yeah, anyway, totally. okay. That's a downer. So, all right. <laughs> no, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> it's so angry but and I'm, needless. I'm like, curious who right who is sending you this hate mail? Because I mean, is it like millennials who are failing to see the irony of why, like, why you did in the first place, or who might be hating on you this? Know, like, like there lies the path of madness. Like, I. <laughs> I, you know, I've kind of taken the tack where it was like the first few was like, huh, okay. And then at this point, it's like, if that makes you feel better about your day, like fire that shit off. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah. People need other <laughs> hobbies. Yeah, right? <laughs> Everyone who sends hate mail in return, we should send them like a yo-yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like something else, something small, something cheap, just to take up their time. Fidget, fidget you know what I mean? Clearly, they need they, yeah, yeah. they like using their hands to skim something else. Ellie, we should send them. Let's send them your ukulele teacher Bernadette on YouTube. We talked about her in a previous I, episode. Bernadette's so great. I was I thinking. I almost said Bernadette. I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they need hobbies. What is the reach of this? Where have you seen this? What have, what have you been hearing anecdotally from people, like how it's being used? So um, it's open source, so people can kind of take it and modify it uh, the way I kind of took it and modified it. Um, one thing I have seen somebody do with it that's actually kind of really heartwarming is they used it for kind of a trans awareness kind of tool um, for oh my gosh. a project they were working on. So basically working with the concepts of like misgendering somebody and personal pronouns, which I thought was like really, really, really cool. Um, I did then, not see that heartwarming story <laughs> coming out of your snake people right? bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's a Hallmark Wait, story now. <laughs> okay, so how did that happen? How, what did, um, so they adapted it so that it would change pronouns. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, it's more one of those things like it's like you put this stuff out there and you have no idea how people are going to use it. But, you know, sometimes it's actually a nice yeah. thing as opposed to a terrible yeah. thing. That's brilliant. I love That's that. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know. My, my all-time favorite is when it like pierced the barrier of the internet and it like went into somebody's like some local newspapers corrections <laughs> thing but it was like a correction for a correction but it actually like got in on, on the printed page and like I've been trying to get my hands Wait, on a copy what? because oh my god it's so good <laughs> that's amazing where was that do you know um, I think in Massachusetts somewhere, some kind of small, smaller newspaper, but like my friends were like, oh my God, <laughs> did you see this? And that was, that was all I needed. So are you in touch with, um, your inspiration, Stephen Frank of the cloud to butt? Um, I, I'm just a, a quiet fan. I actually really like his software company a lot. I, um, use transmit and I don't know. I think he's a cool dude, at least from what I know about what he puts on the internet. But we have not spoken directly. <laughs> well, did you know you're in an episode with him? Dun, He's dun, right duh. here. <laughs> Eric, check under your chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're welcome. Is it a prank if it's like a really nice thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom, you're in a podcast episode with him. Gotcha. Yeah, is, you want is, a car? Uh, no. Is Oprah a prankster? Yeah. I'm Oprah. <laughs> I'll take it. Wait, have you created other joke 
extensions. Not extensions. Um, I have I have a bunch of like single serving websites. So I have like sadhighfive.com. So like when you're feeling solidarity with somebody else and you want to share it over the internet, you can send them that link and, you know, high five the screen. Oh, where it's like, hey man, I got you, but it's like a sad high five. Yeah, yeah. Like we both go to work a late night, like, mm. so sad high five. <laughs> oh, uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Why doesn't the sad high five should be a thing? <laughs> I mean, if you can help make it like happen. Like in real life too. I'm going to start sad high-fiving people. Yeah, lightning strikes twice. Yeah, fuck happy high-fives. <laughs> okay, so we we are using this episode just to let our listeners know a couple ways they can fuck with each other over this coming April Fools. So mm-hmm. do you want to let them know the what you think are, is the best way to use millennials to snake people and or, you know, walk them through how to do it? Sure, so... Do I just Google millennials to snake people and put them the extension or is there anything else? Um, you know, you got to make a sacrifice to our Lord and master mm-hmm. Satan, uh, which, you know, is kind of, cool. it's in the terms of service if you read through it, but like just kind of give you a mm-hmm. heads up. Yeah, no, you just, you search for it. You install it on the Chrome store or on uh, Firefox if you're a big nerdy nerd like me um, and it'll both work. The thing that I just really realized recently that it does is it actually works for subtitles on Netflix. Wow. So if like you're chilling in bed oh, what? watching Netflix, <laughs> it'll it'll just chew through subtitles too. So you can be like, oh my God, what happened? And if you're watching with somebody else and mm-hmm. pretend like Something real bad has happened. That could make a boring documentary about millennials way more interesting. Yeah. You could also, if you are the enterprising type and you hate yourself like I do, uh, you could fork the repository and change all the terms around so you could make your own millennials to snake people, but it could be something else, some other term that drives you bonkers. Wow. Are there other Mm. terms that you've seen that you like? There is the pure version of it, which is like anti-fun, I feel, where they only do that one term instead of the I, I have a few that I've kind of scattered mm-hmm. in to kind of help the narrative along there was social justice warriors to skeletons is a really Whoa. funny one um, <laughs> Jen I'm um, gonna install this on your computer and I'm gonna change beards to clean shaven <laughs> oh no that's what I'm gonna do that is my literal yeah. nightmare all right yeah, thanks uh, great yeah. those are turning yeah. And I'm going to change all <laughs> mentions of Matt Silverman to asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that too much? I have an important question. When I install this uh, extension on my browser, are you tracking everything I do online and spying on me and selling my data to uh, Verizon and Facebook? Could you? I am not, um, actually. Do you think maybe well. you should? You could maybe make some money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but it would be a really crappy way to My make money. My browser history is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the What's the joke? You know, yeah. on your on your metal alert bracelet. Please delete my browsing history. Yeah. Um, I do not track anyone. Uh, the code is open and to the public. There's a gentleman that's been practicing a little casual libel with tying me into his little news report on how computers are spying on you, which is great because he tried to jump on the viral wagon. That's not so great, but I reached out to him. Wait, what? Yeah. um, Some dude has this like personal defensive computing vendetta and he's been kind of raging against the machine for a while now in like a ABC nightly news, like your computer might be broadcasting an IP address. So he uses the whole boilerplate code for installing a Chrome extension, um, and then he uses my extension as a as a warning for another another kind of angle he's working on. And it's 
not so hot, but also I kind of don't care, but also I do because I've just been rambling about it. Um, <laughs> I just kind of wish he'd choose a better example other than, you know, some nerd that <laughs> made a stupid thing as opposed yeah, to... Of all the of all the spyware and um, scammy extensions that exist, I guess I'm not understanding why he's targeting you. This one is the worst. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I think my read is it worst. hit the newspapers. And so he was like, I'm going to jump on that. And it just kind of went nowhere. So, you know, that's cool. Ugh. He sounds like a snake person. Wily snake people. Wait, so so what do you do when you are not creating joke extensions? I am a graphic designer in Boston. Uh, I work a lot with uh, accessibility and digital accessibility. So um, kind of how people use technology in different ways. And then I am getting married this year. So that's fun. Oh, mazel tov. Thank you. Is she a snake person? She is a snake person. Scales and all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have one more question for you. Have you ever had a prank pulled on you? Yes. <laughs> I had a party where they kicked me out of the house for a little bit without telling me, and I came back and everybody was dressed like me. <laughs> there was like nice. 30 people. It was one of the most surreal experiences of my life, and I, I love it. It was so good. Oh, I'm going to steal that. I like that. That's delightful. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> they were all dressed like that you? That takes a lot of foresight yeah, to pull yeah. off. Yeah, you got to like... It was know what the person's wearing like well in advance so you can have your yeah it was like it was like straight out of david lynch like i was you know like (laughs) expecting like log lady come walking through but it was it was so good and also a wake-up call that i needed to change my wardrobe a little bit was that what they were really getting at (laughs) it was an intervention yeah yeah you know the best jokes are a little a little mean true (laughs) (laughs) that's like i find that story slightly heartwarming is that weird i don't know maybe they all trust like you. It's adorable. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's been delightful. We're going to go talk to some other pranksters, but thank you for joining us. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, thank you for having me. And now we have the creator of the prank extension, Wickless Cage, with us. Please welcome everybody, Claiborne Griffin. Welcome, Claiborne. Hey, thanks for having me. We're jazz. Thanks for making Wickless Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So how did all this come about? Take us way back. And also, when was this? Um, oh, it's been a while now. I think probably 2012 or so. Wow, okay. Something like that when I created it. It's okay because Nicolas Cage will be around forever because apparently he's a vampire. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just surprised <laughs> that I didn't create this in the 40s. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so you're a vampire. You are. He is a vampire. Ooh. What inspired it? How did it all come about? Um, well, I was just kind of playing around with um, Chrome extensions early on. Uh, I work in SEO, so we work with Google Analytics a lot. And that had a homepage, basically, we'd go to every day. And it had a picture of the same woman right there on the homepage every single day. So just kind of seeing her every day, I thought, I wonder if I could just change that, make something a little more fun out of it. And so I put together, essentially, some image swaps of her putting in like Batman Iron Man, the Joker, the dinosaur, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, um, <laughs> things like that, and made it a Chrome extension and then released it. And so uh, that was just sort of like the initial way I got into actually working on a Chrome extension and how do they actually work. It was just like a learning experience, a dumb little project for me. And then after that, I got the idea of maybe making something that normal people might actually get a kick out of or something. Uh, but that didn't go straight to Nicolas Cage. It actually started with a similar uh, Chrome extension that was called Halopedia which basically is the same premise, but 
Halle Berry instead of Nicolas Cage. So it would take every <laughs> every Wikipedia article and make it about Halle Berry. <laughs> mm, I like that. You know, promoting women of color on Wikipedia. They need that. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia doesn't need it. Um, so when you say make it about them, is is it what words are being replaced or images being replaced? How does it work? Uh, well, it's it's been a while since I you know looked at the code, but primarily it's just taking the the main page of the article. So if it's an article about um, cytoplasm, it'll take the word cytoplasm out of uh, the article and replace it with Halle Berry, or in this case, Nicolas Cage. I think I had to do a few workarounds to pick up some variations of the words because sometimes they get like pluralized or something else. Uh, sometimes there's an article and sometimes there's not. So um, I remember that I put in a few statements to kind of pick up some of those uh, extra cases. I noticed that somewhere I was reading, it's like almost any Wikipedia articles. So are there some articles it doesn't work for? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, Wikipedia changes fairly often as well. So um, it's broken a few times. Uh, when I initially did it, I just noticed, I think it was like some category pages or usually some kind of like random pages on Wikipedia, not really that if they were just a straightforward article, no problem. But sometimes it might have been tagged in a certain way with, you know, this article needs extra citations or some kind of random thing that might have been interfering with uh, the code. And so I noticed that it didn't always work on every single page. But I think like a couple years after that, I think Wikipedia did something that basically improved their own coding to a point where there was less interference. And so then it seems like it works pretty much on every page that's an article about something. I don't really know what it would do on the special pages. I haven't tried it. Like if you were to try to edit a page or go to your uh, contributor list or your user page, what would happen. But, you know, I, I don't know that, uh, you know, it's not really meant for those situations. So it could, it could break those pages maybe. Uh, I haven't really, you know, tested it with every single uh, page on Wikipedia because I'm sure there's a few billion. Okay, so it started with Halle Berry and then Nicolas Cage. Why Nick Cage? When I made the Halle Berry, Halle Berry one, uh, in the office, there was a, um, a woman that I worked with who was a big Nicolas Cage fan. And I think part of it was, you know, that he's he's an internet meme. And so I think she was just kind of enjoying Nicolas Cage, like many of us do as an internet meme. And so that kind of inspired me to maybe make this switch to Nicolas Cage instead. Uh, I kind of prefer the the Halle Berry version. I feel like it's a lot more um, maybe useful or straightforward, at least, whereas the Nicolas Cage one is clearly uh, absurd because the images that I use on there are all weird photoshops of Nicolas Cage that are pulled off the internet. So you've probably seen these around Nicolas Cage memes all over the place. So when you go to an article about something and you see a ridiculous Photoshop of Nicolas Cage, it's clearly absurd. But if you were to go to that same article and you see uh, just a picture of Halle Berry, it looks just kind of like a legit <laughs> article. Then you're, and you would ask yourself, why is this article, you know, about cellular mitosis? <laughs> Got a picture of Halle Berry. <laughs> so you think it's a better prank because it's more subtle with Halle Berry. Yeah. Uh, although I, I never really thought of it as a prank. I don't know that that was really my intention whenever I started it. But but now seeing that quite a few people use it, particularly the Nicolas Cage one, uh, I think it's like over 2000 users. I can't imagine someone keeping that installed, you know, on their own of their own will. So I, I imagine it's, <laughs> Wait, you, it's more commonly used as a prank. You didn't think of it as a prank? It no, I, was I, it not a prank? I don't know. It was just it was just for me. It was just a random just something random and fun. So uh, there, I, there's a difference. There's a difference between a joke and a prank. A, a prank has a victim. Yeah, that's that. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, like I, I never thought of using this as something that would be installed on someone's computer without them knowing just to confuse them. Although 
I know that I've pranked myself uh, with it a few times where I would forget that I had it installed and I would <laughs> click a w- Wikipedia article and, you know, I'd get Halle Berry or I would get Nicolas Cage. So that can be confusing when you're when you're trying to get real information uh, off of Wikipedia and you forget that you've installed this. And I kind of think that probably happened to a lot of people too, is that they installed it just thinking, you know, what is this thing? And maybe they forgot <laughs> to disable it. And then hopefully, you know, some time goes by and they discover it again. And it's hopefully in a hilarious moment. I love that this is your cross to bear that for like the last seven years, you keep surprising yourself, like pranking yourself. <laughs> like, oh, damn yeah. it. Well, I'm concerned about you. I learned a good trick that if you install, if you uh, enable it in Chrome, but you disable it in incognito mode, then all you have to do is remember to switch over to incognito when you're browsing Wikipedia. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good workaround <laughs> on your own prank. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... What what else has been the reach of it? Like, who else do you hear about is using it? Do you get any stories from people, especially about the Wickless Cage one? Yeah, every every now and then, not too many stories. Usually, I get a lot of. Um, there was a time when I got a lot of complaints about it um, breaking because, like, I you know, I don't I don't keep up with this uh, every day. This isn't my life. Developing it's not this your full-time Wiki, job. <laughs> Cage uh, extension. No, uh, I kind of forgot about it for a long period of time, and then I would get some some tweets or things about the plugin not working or uh, something about it not working right. And so I think a couple years ago, I looked back into it and found that, you know, there was an update to Wikipedia, essentially. So they changed some bits of their code. I had to find a kind of a a new workaround to grab the information I needed and uh, put in an update a couple years ago. And then that seemed to fix it. And then, of course, you know, I've gotten some some good reviews on it as well. So that's always nice. And then, of course, I get a lot of traffic to my website from people looking to remove it. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the scam is revealed. Yeah. This is a great ploy for web traffic. I don't know if it's all just for my Chrome extension because there's a, there's a lot of different Nicolas Cage extensions and pranks and things out there. Uh, so people may have one of those other ones and they, you know, Google things like, uh, you know, how to remove Nick Cage extension. <laughs> and my my blog ranks like, I don't know, like two or three for that. So uh, I tend to get a lot of traffic from that. Genius. <laughs> I like this idea that people are angry that it's broken and they're like, I'm on the George Washington Wikipedia entry and it's a picture of George Washington. <laughs> What the fuck? This is bullshit. Yeah, I'm learning Fix history it. here. What's wrong? <laughs> Man, people getting so angry over everything nowadays. Angry that their pranks don't work. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so, Claiborne, have you ever been pranked? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Not, not really. Um, I don't think that I would be a good prank victim because. Um, I'm pretty aware of my surroundings, so I'd usually probably see things coming, and then I'm pretty quick to react too. So I, I always, I'm always worried that I might, you know, hurt somebody if someone's pranking me because I'm gonna respond and like, you know, punch them right away or something. Just to defend myself. <laughs> to all of Clayburn's friends and family, this is a challenge. Can you successfully prank him? He thinks he's unprankable. Let's see what happens. <laughs> no, he will cut you. Don't do it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's dangerous. Well, Clayburn, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now we have got with us the creator of Cloud to Butt Extension, Stephen Frank. Welcome, Stephen. Hi. Welcome. Welcome? Why am I saying welcome? <laughs> Can I start over already? <laughs> he took over the podcast. I'm <laughs> telling you, now it. you think it's your podcast. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> you live on a goddamn cloud, or should I say butt? <laughs> This episode is all about pranks on your computer. It is almost April Fool's Day. And we're just curious, how did this even get started? Were you a prankster before Cloud to Butt? Was this like an anomaly? What happened? 
Oh, interesting. I actually don't think of it as a prank per se. Like it's not something you would sneak onto someone else's computer and. and ah. Why has inf- every interviewee said that? <laughs> Everyone's like, it's not a prank, but it's a prank. Like it's literally is, to confuse your coworkers. Serious, <laughs> serious social commentary. I don't. This is not funny at all. We're making the world a better place, one Chrome extension at a time. I mean, it's it's funny. I don't know that I would uh, do it to someone against their wishes, but. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, so it's not a prank. It's a very could. serious app. And then what? Well, I, I don't know how technical your your audience is, but I assume you've at least heard of the term the cloud and, and <laughs> that it refers to storing things, you know, somewhere on the internet that's In not it. on they're, your computer. They're pretty mm. technical. As Ali okay. likes to say, talk nerdy to us. We love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool. Wait, I do? I say that? You yeah, said that in the previous episode. Yeah. All right. I'm in. <laughs> We're literally streaming from the cloud into people's ears right now. So we know what the cloud is. Okay? Holy <laughs> shit. We're streaming from the butt. Straight from my butt to your ears. It's cool. It's like a, a live version of the extension. What you're doing there. Yeah. So I guess um, where, where it kind of stems from is, uh, you know, that's kind of a loaded marketing term. And people who are engineers like me hear that. And it's like, yeah, the cloud, you know, it's that's that's kind of that's all marketing talk. Right. It's not it's someone else's computer. You know, it's something you don't have control over. Maybe it's not such a great idea to have your stuff in this unknown cloud somewhere. Maybe it's you know, maybe this is all kind of hype. So whenever there's something like that, I kind of like to try to take the hot air out of it a little bit and, you know, try to find a funny way to do it. And I don't think I was the first person to come up with the idea of, of swapping that term out with something else. Uh, I remember. But you're the genius who chose the butt. Well, I guess (laughs) if you want to put it that way. Um, I know that I remember reading on Twitter, some people um, who had joked about calling it the clown instead of the cloud. And uh, another one was we should replace all occurrences of the cloud with the moon because your data might as well be on the moon for all we know. Those are too obvious. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. As opposed to a good old asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, me being of... of, uh, very mature humor. Uh, I figured, you know, well, maybe this will be funny if I substitute the words, the cloud and whenever it finds those, it'll replace them with my butt. <laughs> nice. And I, you know, it took maybe like 15 minutes to put together. It's not hard to write something that just looks for one piece of text and replaces it with another. Right. So, <laughs> right. Uh, and I thought it was pretty funny. I loaded up some pages that I knew would, would have that that phrase all over them. And I was laughing. So I put it out into the world. And I think now it started out as a Chrome extension. And I think now it's been ported by other people to basically every browser that is able to run it at this point. It's mm-hmm. by far probably one of the most popular pieces of software I've ever written. And it's kind of embarrassing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why am I talking about it on this podcast? <laughs> Here's the weird thing. Steven invented Google, but nobody talks about it because of right. That's right. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have run a software company for, well, co-run a software company for 20 years, but, you know, cloud to butt. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the software company? It's called Panic. Oh. Well, that's yeah. why no one uses it. It's, 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 it's yeah, a little I scary. I don't want that. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're mainly we're Mac oriented, so it's we're more well known in that world than in the mm-hmm. kind of majority Windows world. But uh huh, yeah. Have you considered calling it Calm Down? <laughs> I think you might be onto something there. That's yeah, genius. I mean, there's that 
another app calm that already exists, but I just feel like people are more likely to sign on to that. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say, Jen? Just add the word down. Yeah, calm down. I like that. Yeah, um, I thought you said simmer down, which I thought was good too. Simmer you know? down is pretty good. Yeah, um, calm the fuck down. Anything other down. than panic. I know. So I know this pains You're you to talk about. You're welcome for this marketing advice. Okay, I'll yeah. stop. <laughs> I know it pains you to talk about this, Stephen, but how popular is it? We just want to know, like, what sort of reach have you seen this extension have? How many butts have you reached? Um, well, I don't, I don't know for sure. I mean, when it first went up, um, I saw a lot of, someone started a Flickr group. Remember Flickr? Um, they, uh, you know, they started taking screenshots of, you know, when the extension had kicked in and things that had made them laugh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this big serious web page about, you know, come and store all your files in my butt and, you know, <laughs> and there are just a, there are Man, a ton of screenshots in there. <laughs> no, no, somehow it really, doesn't. it really should, but somehow it doesn't. Because it really is nature's pocket when you think about it. <laughs> you know, that in the vagina. So it makes sure. sense that you would store your files there. Sure. It's it's they always say how secure it is and uh, and so on. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know. I, I mean, I made it open source so that people, you know, could do whatever they wanted or just use it as the basis. Whatever of their they want own. with your butt, exactly, or, or do whatever text replacement they wanted to do, like the oh, that right, uh huh, yeah. And uh, I know that that it's it's on GitHub, and that's been I think starred like like a thousand times, maybe more. I haven't checked it in a long time, so it's out there. People are doing their own thing with it. So I actually have a kind of situation where, you know, my extension specifically looks for the space cloud and replaces it with my space, but, and someone thought that wasn't good enough and made a version where it looks for just the word cloud by itself and replaces that with just the word, but by itself. The problem with that was, uh, that's a little too easy to find in the real world. And so people were getting weather forecasts with like partly buddy (laughs) and, uh, like the uh, content delivery network, uh, Cloudflare, people were who were working on their web pages, it would replace it with Buttflare and all of their you know images would stop loading on their web page because the, the URL was wrong. So, <laughs> I don't but see anyway. a problem with any of this, really. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I get blamed for a lot of those problems. It's like, I didn't make that one. That was someone else. Have you received any backlash? Not directly. I know that I remember seeing a Reddit uh, or subreddit one time that was like, please do not use the cloud to butt extension while you're visiting this Reddit. You know, it was for like system administrators and stuff. And so mm-hmm. apparently it was running rampant there. And uh, lots oh, of that's talk. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think there was some Wikipedia page edits that it, it snuck onto one time because, you know, somebody I think was running the, the less restrictive version where it just does cloud. And uh, so I didn't, you know, directly get in trouble for that, but it's it's caused some some havoc. And and you say you're not a prankster. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jen and Matt before you came on, but I learned about it because this guy at Salesforce did it to his coworker, but the coworker just thought that that was a new term that was going around. So he didn't notice apparently ever oh, no. and had to be told. But the best part is that he works for Salesforce. So Salesforce's slogan became Salesforce, a butt computing company. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think is the future of pranks on the internet? Because I'm scared about that video stuff where they're going to be able to make it look like people said things they didn't say. It's going to get dark. Yeah, that seems like, yeah, that is possibly a very dark future, I think, Um, because it looks really convincing. 
Um, And I don't know. I worry about some of the implications of that. That seems less harmless to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess those Uh, aren't pranks. (laughs) Yeah, that's potentially like war starting, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. So, What makes something a prank and not a war? Okay, cool. (laughs) Got it. Have you created other prank extensions? Um, not specifically pranks, but I've worked on a couple of of other things. Um, one other extension I wrote is called Shut Up, and it's a extension that basically removes the comment section uh, mm, from that's great from websites whenever it can. That's beautiful. Uh, Thank you for yeah, that service to the a, world. That's a public service. <laughs> I hope that's you remember for that that'd one. That'd be very be healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually talking on another podcast about this soon, but um, there was a program that I wrote that you'll love this. Uh, it's, a, it's a podcast player, but it's, as it's playing the podcast, it waits until there's been like a little silence, like a second or two of silence. And then it plays a little fart sound if it detects a silence. <laughs> and yes, it's, it's, it's really great for like really dry, <laughs> serious podcasts. Yeah. And, you know, someone takes a dramatic <laughs> pause and then just, you know, in the background. That's great. So Matt that's, edits out all of our parts. So somebody needs to yeah, put them back true. in. I, yeah, I've, I've been yeah. taking them out, but I... Uh, yeah, so but fuck it. It'll save hours. <laughs> I have a technical question for you, Stephen. Um, sure. All of our guests today have been programmers or mm-hmm. uh, engineers of, of some sort. Mm-hmm. And my question is about like this notion of Chrome extensions or browser extensions in general, because I, I keep reading about these horror stories of like, hey, this Chrome extension you use to take screenshots is actually selling mm-hmm. your data to, you know some black box conglomerate somewhere, you know, whatever. Yeah. How easy is it for just Joe or Jane programmer to make a, a quick extension like cloud to butt? Like, as you said, it took you about 10, 15 minutes to make it, but then could you just, you know, put spyware in it and then track everything that I'm doing in my browser once I have it uh, installed? Um, well, I would, I would definitely be wary of them. I mean, my, my experience with writing extensions kind of starts and ends with cloud to butt, but, um, <laughs> from what I, from what I'm aware of, I, I think they have pretty unrestricted access. So, you know, they can see what's on the page and, uh, I, you know, it's not unlimited, but it, it's a genuine concern. I think people should be careful and kind of vet their extensions before they just go crazy installing a bunch of them. But well, that's why it's not a prank. Way to make it dark again, Matthew. <laughs> You're welcome. <Huh>. Anyway. <laughs> this, this has been great. This has been great. <laughs> All right, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us um, to talk about Absolutely. your not a prank. Cloud to butt. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. You know what struck me about all those guys? That none yeah. of them felt they were pranks? Yeah, they were so serious. <laughs> like, well, it's not a prank. And I'm like, you made an extension that turns millennials into snake people. But Wikipedia articles into Nicolas Cage and clouds into butts. This is the key thing about a good prankster is like you would never own up to it being a prank, never, of course. You never yeah. reveal your prank. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the first rule of prank club. Right. <laughs> um, it all, well, it also sort of reminds me of our Pastafarian in interview where i'm sure she knows it's a parody but she was like nope real religion it's a real religion yeah. <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> well again it's a difference between a joke and a prank or a novelty and a prank of like oh i want to look up i want to go on wikipedia and everything's going to be halle berry or nicholas cage like ha 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 that you have a good laugh with your coworkers, and then you kind of uninstall it and you don't like put it on other people's computers except people are totally doing that it's just not that was not the original intention I get it. I see the line and they are not the ones who crossed it. Perhaps 
the internet crossed it for them. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, but it's obviously a better usage on other people's computers and oh, surprising sure. them rather than yeah. your own. Yeah, maybe I've been on the internet way too long, but it seems sort of clear to me that that's how people are going to use it. <laughs> like, of course, we're going to prank each other. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I I installed all of these in your computer when you weren't looking. Yeah, that's why you keep getting all that stuff about Nicolas Cage. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I don't know but, why Halle Berry's crossing the Potomac, but uh, now it all yeah. makes sense. So you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually a really good candidate yeah. for being pranked because I feel like my brain is on a cloud. And by cloud, I mean butt. <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you mean you're like out to lunch a little bit or what do you mean? Well, also like, yes, but also <laughs> from doing very with it, from doing blogologs for so long, like I'm pretty desensitized. So sometimes people will tell me, you know, I, I spent a lot too much time on the internet. So sometimes people will tell me stuff that's like totally outrageous. And I'm like, really? And they're like, no, I'm kidding. And I'm like, oh, I've seen worse on the internet. So I don't. <laughs> it's funny. It didn't phase you're me. like a weird form of gullible that's not innocent, but it's yeah. like seems too <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, over course, to the other yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But you're still so optimistic. I'm so jaded that mm-hmm. I'm gullible. But you're like you're weirdly <laughs> optimistic, even though you're jaded. I don't know. <laughs> you think? I can't decide. I don't think. I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm really naive and optimistic, but then a lot of people tell me I'm pessimistic, and then I remind them I'm just a New Yorker. Yeah, I think that's it. To me, inherently, you are an optimist. Thank you. You can I see things that other people you're can't. You're the only see. person who agrees <laughs> with you, but thank you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I agree because you often <laughs> oh. say things. You say things on the show Matt's of like, like no. Oh damn, Matt's that, really thinking about. I, I think, no, but I, I think about it because like either we're having a conversation or we're talking to a guest and someone's like, you know, oh, the world's not as crazy as, as it seems or something. And you're like, well, shit seems real bad out there like every day. And, I, and I'm like, no, that's just that's like the media and it's like the culture that we're living in. And there's a lot more well, like Matt, we decided on. is like overly optimistic. Like Matt thinks the revolution's going to come and then we're going to live in a beautiful post-work world. <laughs> So Matt is it just in compare it's all relative in comparison uh, to Matt. Maybe it is maybe I'm not a, I don't I think the future could go two ways but I'll I'll clarify that like I think we're living in the best time ever and as I've said um but we take <laughs> it for like, granted. I'm not a big optimist but we live in the best time live, ever. <laughs> but, but here's the here's the here's the problem. Direct quote. <laughs> we live in the best time ever but we don't think about it that way cuz every image we see in the media is like someone's doing something wrong and here's a shooting and here's an explosion and here's a fire and actually we're it's a really safe and wonderful prosperous time but everything seems like it sucks because all we do is stare at horrible things on our screens all day long and i i worry that you are you get sucked into that and you um think the world is terrible that's my read on you. Are you worried about me, Matthew? I'm worried. I'm a little worried about it. It's nice of you in a weird well, way. It's like, what's our alternative? Not to read the news? No. I, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, everybody get off the internet. Uh, hey, we've talked about I, that. I Take have, a break. I have, yeah. <laughs> but um, I also feel like an idiot half the time because I don't know what's going on when people are like, government shutdown. That's been happening for a week. Right, All right. right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I didn't so read bad. the news for two weeks because I was in Argentina and I came back. I had no fucking idea what was happening. People were getting yeah. sentenced in the whole trump debacle i was like what (laughs) here's a question though did your life was your life meaningfully affected and were you happier because you were sort of unplugged yeah for sure i just didn't know what's going on when i got back and people thought i was stupid Who thought you were stupid? <laughs> I'll beat them up. I'm going to prank right. them. Get them, Jamila. Get them. Turn all their clouds into butts. That's right. Hey, you know, what this is reminding me, though. What? 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 What if your butt 
turned into a cloud. <laughs> that would feel so good when you sat down. You would be like a Care Bear. <laughs> yeah. But Ali, I was going to say, this is reminding me, we talked about the fact that you were in Ar- Argentina. You were in Argentina, but we didn't actually talk about it. So I know we're nearing the end of this episode, but like, is there one, you gave us a good anecdote already. You went scuba diving of sea lions. I was going to say swim lions. It was amazing. There were 300,000 of them. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's this little, there's this island called Isla de Lobos and there's 300,000 sea lions that live there. And the best part is before you even go underwater, when you just take the boat over, it's like they're having a fucking party. There's more, there's sea lions literally everywhere. Wow. Everywhere, and they're high fiving each other, and they're <laughs> diving, and they're flipping, and they're making noises like, oh, oh, oh. like it's they're uh, having a party. Wait, where, where are they? Uh, everywhere. It's it's. <laughs> I just want to hear you say everywhere one more time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. They literally said so there's three hundred thousand of them, and in this area, oh, it's shit. an island off the coast of Uruguay. I went to, oh, we took a boat to Uruguay. We spent some time in Uruguay. Then I went scuba diving. So for this dive, you're it's like the opposite of most dives. They put extra weight on you. You're supposed to basically just sink to the bottom and hang out. And then you watch. <laughs> they strap the, a cement them. block to your, to your legs and then um, you just go down. Yeah. You sign a waiver. You're not that far <laughs> off. It's on your waist. But yeah. That's uh, fucking terrifying. <laughs> and then. <laughs> We're going to weigh you down and you're going to sink to the bottom with 300,000 sea creatures. Bye. It's. Oh, my God. Honestly, it's. Uh, first of all, I'm so. I've never wanted a GoPro in my life. Now I want yeah. one just for like the once every 10 totally. years that I like, I wish I'd had a GoPro so badly. I would watch that video every night. You need to buy, <laughs> you have all these crazy adventures. Where is the fucking GoPro? Invest in the GoPro. I know, I've never really needed it. Yeah, no, I'm, now I'm going to go get a GoPro yeah, for You've got to get sponsored by that a GoPro. A sleep tracker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two Girls, One Podcast brought to you by GoPro. <laughs> GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> GoPro. <laughs> what Allie uses when she's drunk. Um, <laughs> but do you feel like you've got a chance yeah. to unplug <sighs> no. i would say there's no better way to be unplugged than to do what you did going underwater like that with those no creatures. underwater you're unplugged for sure <laughs> it was so I'm cool just, i would do it you're again. still reading the news uh, at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> yeah well yeah. also i think when you're most of the time i was in buenos aires which is an amazing city but when you're in a city it's sort of hard to feel unplugged i think like things are still fast-paced you're seeing technology around everyone around you was on their phone so it actually is weird because you you still feel that even if I would leave my phone at home, I would feel that anxiety of like, where's my phone? Because like everyone around you has their phone. So it was weird. Like other times I've been able to, I've been able to unplug more at other times, mm-hmm. especially when you go to like a beach. I don't know. I, I, I thought about it though. It's like a weird world where it's, it's really difficult to kind of fully unplug. And then I was gone for so long that I checked email and did a little bit of work here and there. Anyway, that's it, friends. That's it. Well, guys, I got a fresh stick of gum I'd like to start chewing, but I can't do it till we get off the podcast. <laughs> so uh, we're going to run. <laughs> the best segue I've ever heard. <laughs> of course, we want to hear what you're doing for April Fool's pranks, if you've ever been pranked. And if you also like chewing gum. <laughs> It's one of my favorite activities. Let us know. <laughs> Tweet at us at June Bugger, J-O-O-N, Bugger. <laughs> I'm Allie Gold, A-L-L-I, Gold. <laughs> oh my God. What do you do? I was going to say Tweemail. Email us at 2G1podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Tweemail. It's just for the tweens. <laughs> Tweetmail. 
<laughs> and you can call us. You can leave us a voicemail. It's our favorite thing in the world. So please do that. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Um, you can also join our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P, and join the conversation that's happening there amongst listeners of this podcast. It's going on every single day. You can ask questions of upcoming interviewees. You can suggest topics. So please join us there. And if they want to contribute, how do they do that, Ali? They can go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. Cool. All right. Happy April Fool's Day, guys. Pod Save America is hosted by Joe Rogan and Terry Gross and completely re-recorded using only whoopee cushion noises. I mean, produced by Malcolm Gladwell in Dayton, Ohio. Production assistance is provided by Coffee. This episode was edited by Danny Matias. This show is a production of The Huffington Post, a website that occasionally has cool photo galleries. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. Poop. Big.